Well, that music just wanted to keep on going, and it wasn't even the music I wanted. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Nick Knacks. Tonight is a conversation with Duncan, a.k.a. Kilta Christian. Hello and welcome, Duncan, and thank you for coming on with me tonight, brother. Hey, my pleasure. I figured I'm doing every other show tonight. I may as well do yours too, right? Hey, why not, brother? Just, you know, pass Duncan around. We'll take exactly. one down, I pass him it. around, 99 Duncans <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> we'll That's more Duncans than anybody it. wants in their house, trust me. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you're able to come on, and especially being as busy as you are. And I know we had planned on it last week, and weather decided to, you know, start weathering with tornadoes and stuff, so... That wasn't fun here, but you know how that is because you had ice storms and tornadoes. Yeah, and yeah, we we had to shut one of our shows down for the same reason last week. Yeah, I saw that. So what all's going on, dude? What all you been up to? I've been busy being a God-loving patriot, <laughs> doing doing lots of digs. First off, I want to say um, happy anniversary to you and Jack. Oh, thank you, brother. Yes, thank you very much. It's we've been together 16 years now, and that's amazing. Still going strong, you know. He's my best friend next to God, and we we have a good time. Just every day is is a new day, and it doesn't seem like it's been that long, which I guess is a good thing. Oh yeah, but, absolutely. But Make thank the you. I'll count. tell him too. Um, he is outside with the ducks. Uh watering and and making sure the pools are all filled up because it was hot today and of course they they decided to start splashing around playing doing what they do and and then all of them today during sister on scripture decided they all wanted to go crazy around here it literally was a zoo so that was fun good yeah so uh I've been, I've had something on my mind and on my heart, and I felt God just kind of put it there because I've never really, I've not read Revelation all the way through. I've read parts of it here and there and, and read, you know, as the Lord is called. I've gone through and just read passages. And and uh, after finishing up with Isaiah, I really was like, wow, you know, God kept pushing me towards Daniel. And the closer I get to Daniel, which I've read Daniel before. Daniel's a great book. Um, but I got to thinking more and more on the end times. And, you know, I talked to you about it. And me and Jeff are going to talk about it on Thursday as well, as long as he's able to to come on. But, you know, a lot of people have had the end times on their mind, you know. And Revelation is one that a lot of people think about. But I found, brother, that there's a whole lot more than just Revelation that tells of of the end time so i thought you know maybe we could talk about that and and, and just kind of go from there brother yeah that sounds that sounds great and you're right um you know i knew revelation um probably one of the first things that i had read even before i was you know um a christian and then i you know i i got into daniel really hardcore for a while remember i, I even did a video called my walk with daniel and then matthew and there's multiple books that literally give us a play-by-play as to what we're walking into. And I laugh at it because it could have been written yesterday. I mean, everything that was mentioned in scripture is so dead on that it's it's hard not to see what's playing out, play out. Most definitely, you know, and it's like, I don't have the fear of the end times. You know, we could see it coming. And, and I think that, you know, from what I've read in scripture and, and my interpretation is that Jesus wants us to, you know, dive into the word and be prepared and look for the signs. You know, it says in Matthew to be ready for his coming. Yes. But the um, the parable of the ten virgins is one that has always really stood out to me, you know, because we all know Jesus is coming. And when he does come again, he's going to come like a thief at night. So nobody can can prepare. But, you know, we're supposed to be prepared and live each day as if, you know, that's it. Jesus is coming today. Today, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. And when you were on bended knee today, it was really awesome. You know, you were talking about the parables. And I was like, oh, the parables. I love the parables, especially uh, that of the ten virgins. Because, you know, all of them, but what uh, a few had their their oil for their lamps. They were prepared because they lived each day. 
you know, like that was the last one. Like Jesus was coming and, and that was it. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's funny when you when you were talking about preparation, you know, it's so simple when you're preparing yourself for the kingdom. It's so simple. It's repenting, you know, living by the old laws, not sinning. I'm accepting Christ into your heart. It's really that easy. What's complicated is preparing for what's coming on the human side. And, you know, that's why it's, you know, it's important, I feel, you know, to live in the kingdom because, you know, what's we, we don't know that time. Like you said, it's he's going to come in like a thief in the night. But being prepared is, like you said, having that relationship with Christ, um, repenting for your sins. It's very, very, very simple. And we're seeing these signs, you know, because we were pointed to watch the signs so that we are ready. But I think, you know, it's important that we're not only ready for ourselves, but we're ready to help others. At every moment, because we don't know tomorrow could be the last day when we get done with this show. God can come back. We just don't know. Amen, brother. That's so true. I mean, we could be on the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, we, we just don't know. And so many people get afraid of it. And I'm just like, hey, we're not meant to be here anyway. And and I know where my soul's going and my salvation, you know, is in Christ. So I'm not worried about that part. But. Many people are just afraid and then, you know, because of that fear. And that's what like with the government and media and everything else, they try to they pry on that fear, which is one of the reasons why I despise like the insurance business, because that is a fear driven industry to where, you know, when you need it and it pays out. okay, fine. But most of the time, if you with the exception of homeowners insurance, you know, like with your vehicle, if you're a safe, good driver, you know, you're driving around, usually you're not going to get an accident and not need it. Yeah. Um, and if you do like going to the doctor, like I can go to the doctor cheaper without insurance. You know, when I had insurance, yeah. it was, I think $600 a week almost for full health insurance on a family of five. Um, and that's that's outrageous. You know, when I, we didn't even use it because we never went to the doctor, really, and didn't need anything. And now I go to the doctor now for like 80 bucks every six months, yeah, exactly. you know, and it's like, exactly normally with insurance, it would have cost you like 160, you know, and then you still have to pay the deductible, but you're paying the insurance the whole time. And like you said, last time I went to the doctor without insurance, I paid. They gave me the non insurance deal. And, you know, insurance was a scam from the very, very beginning. And this is how um, the hospitals end up ultimately making loads of money, the lobbyists and so forth. I mean, the insurance industry is just as corrupt as our medical industry. Oh, it definitely is. I think they're hand in hand tied together with the government and with all of the with the FDA and, and you know, being able to get their hand in. And money in their pocket from all the lobbyists, which completely drive me batty. And it's a racket, you know, and it's fear driven, you know. And if we only if we don't have that fear now, unfortunately, there's laws. So, you know, you can not drive or not have insurance and drive and then you're going to get your license suspended or whatever. But, you know, is it that's a ridiculous law that I think many people need to. I don't know. I don't think it ever changed because the government's got their they're making too much money off of it. But it's another one of those rackets. Oh, yeah, it's it's no different than all the other illusions of choices that we get. You know, they they, they make it seem like you're making the choice. But like I said, how much of a choice is it when you're like, OK, well, you can't drive if you don't have this. So you're kind of forced into the choice. Yeah, it's like, well, you cannot, but. This is what's going to happen to you if you do not. And it's like, well, that's not really that's not a choice. You know, it's not that I'm going out and doing anything, you know, and in my situation, I'm fortunate because my husband does auto body repair. So if there is an accident, you know, which heck, he's been lucky, he's gotten paid when somebody rear-ended my bumper and I didn't need to do the claim. I mean, I technically didn't have to, but because I was a no fault, it wasn't my fault. It was his fault. And I was like, well, I'm paying for the insurance anyway. His insurance had to cover it, and my husband got paid to do the job. Oh, that's like, awesome. Well, we'll just go ahead and take advantage of the, what they're doing, you know? 
Yeah, you may as well get recoup some of your money. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So on end times, what would be your favorite section in the Bible? Well, not section. Um, first book, your favorite book, which I guess is probably Revelation, just because yeah, that was I, the first one you started with. That's kind of oddly enough. What got me um, looking at Christianity is because, you know, before I was Christian, I used to visit a church with my mom anyways. And I had a um, one of the youth preachers that used to be a surfer. He was a surfer. He used to do drugs and stuff like that. But he was a great example of where you can come from where you were. And he showed some movies on Revelation that really got my attention, got me focused, talking about the mark of the beast and all that other stuff which ultimately is what got me interested in Daniel. Um, because like you said, even in the first Testament, they're talking about the second coming of Christ, the man appearing in the clouds. And a lot of what Daniel talks about lines up with what John wrote in Revelation, which just gives it more validity. And then I also love Matthew, where Jesus is telling us, you know, on Mount of Olives, where we're going, what the world's gonna end up becoming, what people are going to end up becoming, you know, people's hearts turning cold, people loving themselves, becoming selfish. Um, we're watching all of this play out. And it's it's amazing that anybody can deny scripture at this point. Oh, def most definitely. Um, which brings me to think, you know, I was looking here and I had uh, Mark, Mark 13, 8, um, famous passage, especially right now for nation will rise against nation. And kingdom against kingdom, there will be earthquake in various places. There will also be famines. These things are merely the beginning of birth pangs. But be on your guard, for they will deliver you from the court to the courts, and you will be flogged in the synagogues. I mean, we're seeing that right now because as we're going out preaching the gospel, which must first take place, you know, because it says in ten, and the gospel must be must first be preached to all the nations. You know, we're we're being persecuted. Christians are being persecuted as they preach the gospel. And in order for us to preach it to all nations, um, we got to be kind of back to like they were in Babylon, kind of speaking all one language, doing, you know, where they had everything together and they all communicated. Well, now we have the Internet, which was one thing that we had to have before because we had to have that communication with everyone. And then we had to have, obviously, a cashless society for us to be able to have the option of the mark because it says in Revelation, you know, those except for the mark will not be able to buy or sell, you know. And the only way that we would be stopped from buying and selling would be, well, the vaccine was one, but that didn't stop people completely. Um, that just kind of hindered people because they said, oh, well, you don't have the vaccine. You can't come in here. And you could say, okay, fine. And go to somewhere else that did. But, you know, now with this, the CBDC and, and with everything else, it's like we're, we're getting there. We are definitely getting closer and closer when he tells us not to be, not to be fearful. And we know that as more and more people and we're seeing a rise with the chosen, with the Jesus resurrection movie that, you know, Christ is being talked about so freely. I talked to one of our members um, who's, I think, listening but driving. I'm not going to call them out because it was in DM, but they had sent me a message. And everywhere they're going, there's people just talking about Jesus. And and it's amazing. But it lets us know, too, that we're on that track, our track, to, to have Jesus come back. How do you feel about that? And what do you think? No, I agree with you 100%. Um, you know, some people need to be brought to their knees and we're seeing that people are starting to get uncomfortable. The truth is coming out and they're starting to reach out for God. And, and you know, what you said last night on my show is that even those non-believers still have God in their heart. They just haven't found it yet. And it, you know, God can bring along that instant, that instance that actually wakes them up and allows them to find God. And as we move further and further into this chaos, more and more people aren't just talking about or finding God, but a lot of the people that already knew God are now feeling comfortable to talk about him because they realize and they see that this is transpiring the way it is. Now, what was weird for me is like in Revelation, like in Daniel, they talked about what was going to transpire. And we all had visions in our heads about how this was going to happen. 
And to me, it almost seems like the deep state is following Revelation as their God. But it doesn't change things because Revelation just said this is what's going to happen. It didn't say how it was going to happen. And like you said, wars against or kingdom against kingdom, wars, rumors of wars, famine, all of this stuff that's happening right now that scripture talked about is being manifest directly by the evil governments. I mean, this is crazy how this is playing out. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, and I liked, you know, how you said that about, you know, all of it. It, it does. It all has to come together and, and it will. It is no matter, you know, they may be using the revelation playbook, but, and to their God, but Father Days, our God, the one true king, knows. He knows all of it. He knows before it, it, it when, when the world was created, he knew then. In my opinion, I think that he, he knew all beforehand. So, you know, it's not like this is anything new under the sun to him. No, and there's nothing new under the sun. You know, and I, I talk to a lot of people, surprising a lot of Christians, and, you know, some of them don't believe in Revelation. And to me, the power behind Revelation is the fact is that they couldn't kill John the Elder. They had to throw him on an island because God still had work for him to me to do. And that that's powerful. And it gives a lot of validity to Revelation, in my opinion. Oh, it does. And even Daniel, you know, when Daniel's interpreting the king, just like when Joseph was interpreting the dream for the Pharaoh, when when Daniel interpreted the king's dream, the very first interpretation that he made, you know, the dream was talking about the different, you know, countries that are going to come down about Medo-Persia and Greece and Rome and and Babylon. And I don't even think it was just Babylon then at that time. You know, I, I believe strongly and, and this is just based off of my own thoughts and how I feel is that America is the new Babylon. You know, we've got the most power. We've got, you know, we've got so much. They don't, we don't even uphold morals at all anymore. You know, we used to be a nation founded on Christian principles and now those are so out the door. Um, Jack had sent me a thing last night about a, it was a church or not a church. It was like the satanic temple, but they have a hotel now. Um, and it's like a satanic hotel. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, what is this? Oh, yeah. And, you know, oddly enough, um, I was sent that as well. And the first thing that I heard when I read that, I, you know, I felt in my body, I heard it, is that God wanted me to go down there and put a blessing around it, you know, basically to put like a, a prayer protection around it. And I found out that that's very well possibly um, artificial intelligence that produced that. But I also feel that that was, you know, God testing me to see what my reaction would be. And, you know, you had mentioned earlier about not having fear. It's amazing when you put your complete faith in God and you're doing his work, how you have no fear, because even if you were to be taken from this earth, you're on God's mission and you're going to end up in the place you want to be anyways. Exactly. Yeah. You know, because we Jesus even said we're not here. We're just we're in this world. We're not of this world. Yes, exactly. And so, you know, while we're here, you know, we do the Lord's work and. And disciple as we can and bring as many as we can and try to, you know, follow his law and do, you know, as as Christ told and be kind of foreshadowing Jesus and, and the way that we behave and the way that we act. And and so we're just, you know, we're sojourners here, you know, we're just kind of temporarily here and. And for whatever time it may be. So when it's time, I and I used to be fearful of death, you know, not yes. of the dying part, but of what I was going to miss out on, you know. Exactly. And then when I, I had a, um, a cancer scare with pancreatic cancer and, and I was really facing like, okay, well, I, you know, am I going to die? What's going to go on? And at that point in, two, I think it was 2016. I I turned to the Lord again and I just said, okay, God, I can't do this. I can't do it. This is this is all you. I, I can't. I have no control here. So your will be done. And 
and his will was. Um, it turned out it was a cyst that they're just, you know, still watching. But, you know, at that time I got, I was, I made peace with, with dying, you know, and if that happens and the closer that I get in my relationship and my walk with Christ, the more that I'm, I'm excited to get to go to heaven, to be honest. Not that I'm excited to die, you know, I mean, I'm not like suicidal or anything, but when that time comes and he's ready for me, then, then so be it, you know? Exactly. We're, we're here on God's time. You know, this, our soul belongs to him. You know, we're, we're here to do the work. And that's the thing is, like you said, is, um, we, we have a tendency to regret more the things that we didn't do than the things that we did. And that's why, you know, Listening to God and praying is so important because I want to make sure that I hear what God has to say. I want to hear what God sends me on. But like you said, is um, you know, there was a time where I did have fear. Um, and it's not that we're not afraid now, but through God we have courage, and, and courage just allows us to what you know brings us through fear. And when we're doing God's work, nothing bad can come out of it. Yeah, that's true because He's going to protect us just like. You know, he protected um, Daniel, just like he protected Joseph, just like he's protected so many. You know, he, he, he constantly, that's his promise to us. You know, he's going to protect us. Exactly. You know, the courage of David, like you said, Daniel and the lion's den. Um, you know, the three that were put into the fire. Uh, Jeff, Jeff would say their names. I'm going to mispronounce them, so I'm not going to say them. But, um, you know. There's been many examples when God has put people on a mission, standing firm by the by the Lord, not turning their backs on them, where God has protected them. God doesn't send you on a mission that you can't complete. No, you won't. Oh, man. So today I did learn how to pronounce one of the names. I had the hardest time. It, it's. uh Oh, it was. uh Hang on. Let me find it here. Because I've done forgotten yeah, the names, but I, once I see it, I'll be able to spell it yeah. or say it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I, I hope I did that did that justice. Thank Abednego. You, Kitty, That's it. Yes. yes. <laughs> I when I did my walk that movie or video walk with Daniel, um, I kept sending it to Jeff, and he was like, "No, this is how it's pronounced." So I'd have to go back and redo the dialogue to make sure I pronounced it correctly. Oh man, I have the hardest time. And some of the longest ones, I like Nebuchadnezzar, I could say that one. But you give me a short one? <clears throat> nope. Negative. Oh, you should, the southern totally, you should starts coming out. And oh, totally. I'm just like, mm mm. I don't know. You should have seen me on my search for, for Megatron when, when Jeff was like, no, it's Metatron. <laughs> <laughs> so you were over there looking at some Transformers and stuff, yeah, right? Like, Megatron, how crazy is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so the government stuff, um, I wasn't sure, oh, you know, we had, I, I'd send it to you. Jeff's like, not the Transformer. He's in the chat. <laughs> that was funny. So I wasn't sure, you know, I'd send it to you today and I'd send it in our mod room and I want, you know, you and Conley definitely chat about it tonight, but I did want to touch on it just a little bit because it kind of plays into the, not just the hype, but also, I don't know if that, if it's a misleading thing because nothing's being done if we need to be more active and push it. Or what? I haven't had a chance to really prey on it heavily and, and dissect it. Sorry. Um, but today I had, uh, was sent by, and it actually wasn't from me. I didn't have it. I had a member send it. It was Dawn. Who I found out I have a birthday buddy. I have two birthday buddies. Dawn is one, and um, Blush Kristen 17 is the other. So happy belated birthday, ladies. Um, she had sent it to me about, it was a TikTok video about Joe Biden and a resolution to impeach him. Yes. Now, I don't know if what she was saying is true as far as what the government can do in stopping things. And so that's something definitely y'all should, we need to dig into and find out. And y'all should talk about that. Um, but I was just amazed that nobody has discussed that. It's like, even I remember Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about articles of impeachment. Her name isn't even on that. 
Um, and so what it is, guys, for, for y'all that don't know, I'm just sitting here talking like y'all know. Um, Don had sent me the TikTok videos talking, you know, of course, about Joe Biden being impeached. And so I looked it up. It's House Resolution, I think, 680. Yes. The other one on Kamala Harris being impeached was 679. Now, I think the girl in the TikTok video had said some of the reasons wrong. Um, but she had got the info off of govinfo.gov, which is not a registered yeah. government site, just FYI. But it does seem pretty legit upon looking at it. I did see some stuff on there, though. It had one that was listed for um, 2043, which is definitely, we're not there yet. And what it was, was just, um, kind of like house rules or something, some kind of like BS stuff that, you know, didn't even matter to anything. But it was really interesting that I don't recall hearing Lauren, Lauren Boebert talk about it. There was a representative from South Carolina that, uh, Ralph Norman, he signed on to it. And then another gentleman, another senator signed on to it, or legislator signed on to it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why hasn't anybody talked about it? This has been from 2021. Here we are in 2023. We all know Joe Biden is a train wreck. He even said something about they were having to take half his brain out or something today. I was yeah, like, that was that was edited. That was edited, by the way. He, he said brain tumor. OK, so he didn't say, OK. See, I haven't watched it. Oh, yeah, but I, I caught the notification. I'm just like, what? Oh, yeah, I went and found that just to verify. Yeah, and it was it was um, manipulated, edited. Um, but what you were saying, though, is, um, you know, so we got these two links, and it was to congress.gov. And .gov sites have to be government sites. Otherwise, it'd be, you know, um, .com or yeah, – Well, the congress.gov is because that was where I went and verified and found the legit website. For the um, for the uh, resolution. So that is legit. But the one that has the she listed govinfo.gov, but it doesn't it's not a regular gov. It's the yeah. first dot gov I've seen that's not an actual gov. Congress.gov is. Yeah. And that's the one that I sent you because I wanted to make sure to send the legit. Hey, you can't argue with this. This is House of Representatives direct information you know exactly so do you mind if i run people through this real quick no go for it brother go for okay. it all right so last wednesday which was a president's day or last week when on president's day trump went and visited ohio typically um national disasters get visited by presidents not random people remember trump also donated a lot of stuff he slipped up and made a mistake and talked about um fema and if you remember, one of the last moves that Trump made um, in office with a, with placing somebody was director of FEMA. So um, at the same time on President's Day, Biden was over in the Ukraine, and I believe Kamala was over in Poland, if I wasn't if I'm not mistaken. Now they made a mistake and they called um, Trump's plane Air Force One. So for those of you who don't know. Um, any plane that a president is in, if I own a Cessna and President Trump's in my plane, um, it is called Air Force One. So they made that mistake. Now, if you go back and you look at um, Biden being in Ukraine on President's Day and you look at um, Kamala being over in Poland, if you recall, there was something wrong with the planes and they had to fly back on military planes. They did not fly back on the planes they flew over there in. Um, which would have been Air Force One and Air Force Two. When they left, they weren't even titled Air Force One or Air Force Two. So according to what um, I've seen is that the 21st was the official day that the pandemic was was officially ended. And I'm still trying to verify that 100 percent. So that's the day after President's Day and uh, or the day after that Trump visited. So. During a pandemic or an emergency order, there's certain things that cannot be done like the impeachment. Now, these these two things that we found on Congress.com said that they were going to be that it's basically talking about impeachment for crimes against the, and misdemeanors um, for breaking the trust of the people. And um, 
and if you notice, like I said, the 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 .g the Congress .gov was ended on the twenty or twenty twenty two was the last time they talked about it, which was at the end of last year, and then this year, um, once the emergency ended or the emergency order and the pandemic ended, they moved forward, and I went back in and I read both of those things in detail, and it says resolved that um they have been impeached in Congress, and the next step was to go to the Senate. Now, we also um, know that uh, they were supposed to be looking at this again in SCOTUS, but they've been real quiet about it. And I've come across some other information saying that uh, that SCOTUS is, is actually looking through this. There's actually things that are going on right now concerning this. But people are asking, OK, well, why doesn't the country know about this? Um, we're still in a spot where people need to wake up. And if this kind of information was to be released by the public, we would have absolute carnage and chaos going on in our cities. So I'm starting to wonder because tonight is uh, Tucker is going to be releasing the information tonight and tomorrow about January 6th. And he ended last Friday saying this information was going to come out and they were lying. How do we know they were lying? Because we've watched the video. So I have a feeling that the stuff that's going to be rolling out this week, including, um, you know, what's about to come out with the fallacy files on Twitter. What's going on in Jim Jordan's committee and all this stuff's about to roll out truth in order to wake the people up. So what happens if people find out they've been lying about January 6th for years? Um, you know, people are going to be upset about this. What happens when they find out that this pandemic wasn't an accident, that it was actually created by the United States and possibly China, Ukraine? Um, and now they're blaming this on China because notice our government, who was very cautious about saying anything bad about China, has now turned on China. And this falls into what we're talking about right now um, because China and Russia aren't willing to bend the knee to our cabal and the deep state in this world. So once again, I got to say first, um, I'm still up in the air on Trump. I'm still very, very cautious because Trump has said some things that has really kind of put me to the side, um, you know, wondering what he meant, as well as when he said that uh, he doesn't have a, re a need to repent. Um, so we still may be looking at like elite against elite, um, but nonetheless, what we're bringing to you right now are, are facts, are things that are actually going on right now. So I'm curious to see where this all goes this week. The problem is the closer we get to all this information rolling out, the more desperate the deep state's going to get, like a wolf in a corner. So, you know, are we looking at blackouts? Today, um, Fox was blacked out for like an hour. Every other channel worked, but Fox didn't. So I'm wondering if that was a test to keep uh, the information that Tucker's going to be talking about tonight quiet. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And, you know, not that I was the only thing with that girl's TikTok video that I, I found that was inaccurate was just the way that she had described like the charge. And the 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 first site that I found that was listed in the TikTok video it had something a little different than what was actually on the the congress.gov site but that is yeah that's legit info then i hadn't like i said i hadn't got a chance to read and dig further but just finding that and see the only reason why i found the uh the kamala one is because i was looking on the uh congress no the govinfo.gov and i'm going to type that put that in here so be careful we, if y'all do go to that that site, um, the govinfo.gov. But there's a lot of stuff on there, um, a lot, especially if you put in impeachment in the search tab. There was one on Merrick Garland. And I yes. have not – that was right before, you know, I sent it to you, like right before Bended Me, and that was right when I had a chance to verify that I had a legit link. Then I was like, okay. This is this is real. This isn't just some, you know, chick trying to get some likes or followers or whatever on TikTok. This is this legit. is legit stuff. Exactly. And and um, Livin has put both of those congressional links onto our KC website. Um, so if you guys want to go to the Kilted Christian on Telegram, you can find those. Um, and like I said, is this is in .gov. This is in official government website. And you know, we just got to remember. Is that this information has to be carefully released? And I know um, Insidious had mentioned that uh, the Brunson case had been denied, and I was looking for that the other day or last week when it was supposed to be talked about, and I found it in one place. 
it was not a reputable source and nobody else really talked about it. But in this case, something of this magnitude, um, the Supreme Court has the right to do um, investigations um, to the side where nobody knows about it. Because remember, we have to make sure that we keep our country safe. And, uh, you know, we still have a lot of people that A, don't trust Trump, that B, still trust Biden, that would end up rebelling. And we saw a great example of that over in Georgia with the uh, cop city, with them going after it. Um, so you got to this is a very finicky game that the information has to be released without too much chaos because we were trying to avoid that. Avoid like civil war. Yeah. And with as much as Soros has money into the whole, you know, Antifa through like blue and everything else. Yeah. I think they, so far there's 23 people they've charged and they did charge them with domestic terrorists, uh, or as domestic terrorists over, um, it's little five points area of Atlanta. If anybody knows that area specifically, but it's, they're calling it cop city. It's a industrial complex that they've been trying to work on for a while there. And there's just so much of the, the Antifa activity, the crime and from gangs and stuff like that, that, you know, you're right. It would be, it, it would be whether the people themselves started it, you know, just average people. I think a lot of it would be that more of the Antifa style, like we had the Summer of Love. Oh, yeah. You know, and and we got to remember, too, is that Soros went missing and hasn't been seen in like the last three or four days. Oh, yeah. And see, they reported that he had died and then his publicist had come out and said, oh, no, 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 that's not true. Exactly. But, but he never know, showed that. Yeah, he was supposed to go to an event. He never showed up at it, and he's been um, MI ever since. Now, there's also a guy, I believe his name's Ariel, um, who's doing what he's calling boot tracking, and I didn't put too much into it, um, you know, because, I mean, I find it odd that, like, 50 people are wearing boots right now, you know, entertainers, politicians, um, Katie Hobbs is one of them, DeWine's one of them, loads and loads of entertainers, but I saw some of those photos today where two of them um, forgot what leg their boot was on and they were switched. So that kind of gives a little validity that there's something going on behind the scenes and some of these people may be being rounded up and tracked. Like I said, didn't put too much into it at first, but now seeing the pictures where he's got it on his left foot and the next picture he's got it on his right foot the next day, um, come on. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what they did too. Uh was it Tom Hanks or was it Ellen? Ellen, Tom Hanks, um, McCain, Jill Biden, um, Joe Biden. And, and remember the Joe Biden. In the, in the boot club. And most of them align with the Red Shoe Club. Exactly. Um, Ellen, Oprah. And they do. They all align with the, the Red Shoe Club. Now, I came across a video that Scott sent me yesterday of um, Bill Maher talking about um, – this is after Trump was no longer president – talking about how much he fears Trump and Guantanamo Bay. What a weird statement to make. And he said, it, and I'm still, even though Trump's not president, I am still very worried. Hmm. That's odd. Uh, uh, you'll have to send me that because I haven't yeah, seen I'll, that. Yeah, almost, when we get done with the show, I'll most definitely send it to you. And then I'll post it to uh, our KC as well so you guys can see it. Yeah, definitely do that. That'll be that'll be good. Um, because I haven't I haven't seen that. And that's that's weird. He's he's always kind of I don't know. He's been a little bit flip floppy more so lately and seems like he's more kind of thinking outside the box finally instead of sticking with the same script. Not saying that he's doing anything wonderful or anything, but he's a little less of obnoxious yes. now than he was. Most definitely. But he is starting to come out with, with a little bit more truth um, bit by bit. Now, Jeff says, remember, Trump talked about the hangings, too. And Trump did. And I have to say is that if, if any of you got an opportunity or you get an opportunity to watch Trump speak at the CPAC, it was like old Trump. 
And he was basically saying, you know, we are coming to the end of this war. I haven't. Well, I didn't watch it. You know, I got I started getting very just not that I was angry at him or angry at any of them. Really, I was just tired of it, Um, you know, because it's the he he said, she said kind of thing, you know, and and right now when all of them, you know, trying to run for office because. Yep, you got some uh, action going on in your neighborhood. So I will keep this going until you come back on. <laughs> Is it already past you, Nikki? Ambulances and fire trucks. Great thing about live shows. But no, um, I see people talking about the Red Shoe Clubs. And, uh, you know, Bill Maher was part of that. Yeah, I mean, they were all big part of that. And I'm wondering, too, because um, Douglas points out a, a point, too, is that there's a lot of uh, clones or um, biosynthetics and, and doubles that are out there. So we don't we don't know exactly who we're looking at um, in, in cases to who's who and, and who's where. But also notice that Pelosi's pretty much gone MIA since uh, she left office, which is a pretty big deal. Yes. D- yeah. She's le- she's like nowhere. And I'm wondering what's going to go on with little Beetlejuice now that she's didn't win her election reelection. So. Yeah. You know, exactly. it, it, they're slowly just kind of and you're seeing the ones that that aren't running for reelection and and that's all deciding, OK, well, you know, we're just going to back up. And that's one thing with Q. You know, it said that they this was going to happen, not saying that I, I believe Q was prophetic, but some of the things in there, you know, were legit and and led to some really good info. And we're seeing it now. Yes. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, I live right by a highway, and the area is usually pretty good, but today has been one of those days. Like I said, this morning was the zoo, and tonight seems to be the trucks. But soon, 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 all the equipment will be here, and I'll have my studio set up, and hopefully we will eliminate all of that. Yeah, Scott and I had a talk last night. He goes, are you ready to run Nikki through all the equipment? I said, we've already talked about it. We're, we're going to get her running the computer. We're going to get her – the same thing I did with Jeff. I'm going to run you through the ins and outs of roadcasters, microphones, and computers. Yes, brother. I'm going to need your help. But at, Although I may have a few complain because they don't hear my rooster anymore. So I may put that as one of the sounds on the soundboard, and I could just plug it in every now and then. Absolutely. Just reach out to me and tell me what sound bites you want because I've got – um. The ability to turn anything into an MP3, and I'll teach you how to load them up into your hot buttons. Awesome. Yay. Thank you. Okay, I was reading the chat. Sorry, I got got to reading it. So Douglas was explaining to Christian and Training about the Red Shoe Club. Yes. Yeah, the Red Shoe Club is, is bad news, and, you know, I, I can't wait for God's justice to be delivered on those, and I know it's going to be awful. I would love to be there to watch it, but. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be in hell. So no, exactly. We'll, we'll just and have to, you know, imagine. And I can I can come up with some pretty good things with my imagination. So. Oh, I know. And Christian and training. Um, if you want to know exactly the red shoes, type in red shoes and Pope. And sadly, those shoes are actually made from the flesh of children. That's why they call them the Red Shoe Club. Um, it's kind of their their signature and their bragging rights that they are who they are. Yeah, our government and, and all of them. And then most of the time you will see it. Um, the same ones that were in the Red Shoe Club were part that had the black eyes. Yes. Yeah, the the, the panda eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's – gosh, if it, guys, if y'all want to – I mean, you could find it either on a, a search or on Twitter, and, and it's legit. Um you could just go in there and, and look, and you'll see all sorts of stuff. It, it actually made me to where I could not watch – I couldn't watch TV anymore, which was a good thing, you know. I mean, yeah. that was great, but it was like Jack, you know, we tried to watch a movie or something. He's like, you watch this? No. Why? It's got Tom Hanks in it. Oh. You watch this? No, it's got Nicolas Cage in it. Oh. Well, what about, you know, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? I was like, nope, Johnny Depp. You know, we just kept going on and on. And finally, it was like, okay, well, we'll just turn this off a good bit. 
Oh, yeah. Because we just spent like two hours that we'd be watching something, trying to find something on. Yeah, I know. That's how it is. You know, and it's it's sad because um, when I used to work, when I used to make movies for a living, um, I, I would say that you, the, the gossip center of any movie set is craft services where they hand out the snacks and the food during the day. Those men and women know everything about everything. And I used to hear stories about Bob Hope, Tom Hanks and all these people. And I just was like, no way, no way. Because, you know, Tom Hanks is like the most lovable guy as far as his persona goes. But it turned out that all those stories were real. And I had heard them um, from people that knew what was going on. I just wasn't ready to believe it until now. Yeah, when I first, like, there was an arrest or something that had happened. And I had just, you know, gone through the Q, Q stuff and had just started learning about it. And an arrest had happened that was a legit arrest. That I'd seen and I I just I hit the floor like I lost my breath my my heart just sank and I, I hit the floor and my husband was like are you okay what happened and I, I couldn't even form words to tell him you know I talked to him about it but hadn't went into like the detail stuff because you know that stuff gets it gets very deep any anybody that goes you know like with the dragon's den and stuff like that, that are hunting the actual pedophiles and stuff, man, they have got, they, they are power, not powerful, but they've got some strong strength inside them because that's tough. It's hard. Yeah. It's sad. It's, it could really take a person that's not strong enough to handle it. It can really take and set them over the edge, like in a heartbeat, just seeing some of yeah. it. So that's why I say caution with going to look for that stuff because you'll find what you're looking for, but it, it's oh, yeah. not going to be what you want to find. No. And I'll tell you, um, my earlier career kind of toughened me up to this kind of stuff. Um, and God had me doing a lot of researching. I've done four videos on the topic of what goes on with children, trafficking, um, sacrifice, ritual abuse, and all that other stuff. And look, even me, and I'm a pretty strong person, I can handle that stuff, but I get into such dark places um, that I am so thankful that I've got like Livin', Insidious, Conley, Jeff, and people that I can call because they pulled me out of some really dark places. And I rely on them to, to kind of pull me out of it um, because the information needs to go out. It needs to be seen. And trust me, when I make my videos, Payne's Angels videos, um, I'm censoring it. I'm giving you guys a softened version of what I've actually seen. And, you know, because you don't want to scare people, they have to learn that, you know, so I'm very cautious about what I put in my videos um, compared to what I've actually known and seen. Cause I did a lot of digging in the dark web for this stuff. And I came across frazzle drip and trust me, nobody wants to see it. If you want to know about it, ask me, I will censor um, tell you what I've learned but you don't want to see it. It'll ruin your life. Oh, yeah, bro. I agree with you. Um, I, I went looking for that one thinking, oh, they're just, nah, that didn't. Mm. It, it was it was very disturbing. Um, The images and, and everything else, it was. It, it took me to a very dark place that took me a couple months to come back out from because. I was just, man, you know, it was just so much because my, the whole thing that of getting into nursing, you know, was for me to be able to help and take care of people and, and, and heal them. And here I am, you know, the industry that I worked so hard at and paid so much money to get into is part of the same industry that's causing this because of all of, you know, the millions that they're billions rather that they're making off of it. And I just, I was like, oh, man, what? Okay, God, tell me what I should do now because I just, I can't do it. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to let everything go and, 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 and just be. And that's when I started really deep diving into the Lord and I had to, I had to stop with that because it, it brought me to a dark place of not only sadness and depression, but rage. Like an uncontrollable rage to where I was so angry with anyone that come around me 
And I wasn't mad at them. I was just, I had that, that rage inside me, you know, and I could not be able to process it in a way that was healthy besides just saying, okay, I can't, I can't do this. You know, this is not meant for me. The ones that are is great. And then I trust others when they tell me, you don't want to see this. I'm like, yeah, okay. Curiosity isn't going to get this cat. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like I said, is this is the importance, like Scott always says, keep one foot in the kingdom always, because we're going to learn the the world is going to learn some pretty awful things. And, you know, as I always say, when, when you're, you know, same thing with with what happens to children, you don't want to jump into frazzle drip because that's going to scare people away and they're not going to want to listen. You got to start with the trafficking part, start soft. And then let them start um, digesting the information before you go big. And it's the same thing with what we're dealing with our government right now is that you have to convince or show the people that our government is corrupt before you show the people that our government are Luciferians. You know what I'm saying? One's a little easier to digest than the other. But once you start waking up, as we all know, the moment your eyes are open, you're not going back to sleep. And then you start um being able to digest and accept some of the other horrible things that are out there. And I think that's kind of where we are. So all the work that you've been doing, I've been doing, Scott's been doing, and everyone else has been doing for the last six years, um, the eyes that have seen that those videos and those threads is nothing compared to what's coming in our future once people start waking up and needing answers. So God literally had us preparing the battlefield that we were going to, not the one we were at. Yeah, I like the way you say, I like that wording because that's true. You know, he, he's and, and we've got to they have to have smaller doses because not everybody can can handle the smack in the face like a brick wall like that, you know, all at once. And, you know, I mean, they've been in denial this long and it's been obvious. So, yeah, it's going to be tough when they do um, start realizing what's going on. Yeah, Douglas said. They cook their firstborn in the golden calf. Yes. The Bible, I mean, it tells about it in scripture. Yet some of the some of the people that have read the Bible three, four, five times still don't understand. That's it it's talking about exactly what it's saying. They want to try to interpret it or make it something else. It's like, no, this is what this says. Or they've only read bits, bits and pieces and they're just not like maybe missed something or was reading it too fast to even absorb what was in the material. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's crazy too. Cause um, you go back and look at the stories of like Nimrod, you look at the stories of Babylon, you look at the stories um throughout scripture from the Canaanites and all that they did. And, and then people still can't understand or accept that this stuff is going on today. And the difference is, is, it came to a point where everybody started noticing what was going on, you know, the magic, the spells and stuff. So they just changed it, start calling it science. And they start getting people to look at things completely differently than they should. And the thing is, is we're in the times of Babylon, Sodom, Gomorrah all over again. I mean, it's, it's apparent to everybody. People just need to realize that, um, that evil isn't just bad. It's truly evil. And I think a lot of, you know, once people see that, just like myself, when I realized how real the devil was, I took a beeline to Christ, you know, and many others are going to do the same um, coming up. There will be a lot of souls saved. But like Jeff says, sadly, not everyone's going to heaven. Our job is to build those numbers right now. Give God a hand, help him out, lead them to Christ so that they can become part of our army. Amen, brother. Well, you have just been on fire preaching it today, like bended <laughs> knee. And then now it's like, mic drop. Oh, wait a minute. No, let's drop another one. But not really, because those things are very expensive. Yeah, wait till you get the one that you're getting. Oh, it, it, it's here. It's already here. It came in. Um, Was it Friday? I think. Yeah, oh, yeah it came yeah. in. I, that's all here. So now I'm just waiting on the board. And then the laptop, and then I will have 
what I need to be able to get set up and drive you nuts trying to teach me how to work all of it. I love it. I've been helping everybody all weekend with uh, with um, podcast issues. Like I, I am technically um, Bard's FM tech guy. <laughs> That's awesome. Bard's IT. <laughs> exactly. You're it. <laughs> it's like, okay, that is it. This is what I went to school for. So, and it's perfect. Like I said, is I, I love helping everybody get their podcast going. So it's something I enjoy. Yes. Well, speaking of co- podcasts, I don't want to cut into Conley's. I'm going to cut in a little bit, but I'm going to try not to cut in too much. Um, I want to ask you to lead in prayer if you would. Um, well, normally I, I'll take the prayer request in the chat and then do prayer, including all of them. But I don't, like I said, I want to respect Conley's time and, We've had such a great conversation. I appreciate you coming on. Um, Tom, just it, it flies, man. When you're having fun, it, it just does. goes by so fast. Yes, it does. Yeah, absolutely. I would be, I would love to lead in prayer. So if everybody would bow their heads, uh, we'll, we'll get into a little spiritual warfare. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you again for another beautiful, beautiful day and all the opportunities that you bring to all of us. Heavenly Father, once we found you in our lives, life became so much better. It became so much more important while we're doing things for you and not selfishly for ourselves. I ask, Heavenly Father, that you protect us all. Put a hedge of protection over all of your servants. Let us be as effective as we can in spreading the truth, turning people to that veil you are lifting up. But also, dear Lord, let us spread that gospel in hopes that we can wake up just one more soul. That's all that matters, dear Lord. If we wake up 20, even better. But dear Lord, let us stay on our mission. Let us always keep our focus on the kingdom, dear Lord, which is all the important. I ask you, Lord, that you give us patience during these times with those that aren't ready to wake up because one day they will be. And we've been planting those seeds just like you did through your parable. So, Heavenly Father, let us learn to understand the gospel, understand the the parables so that when we come in contact with new people that are interested, that we can speak simply. So they could understand as easy as a child could. Heavenly Father, this is about getting that message out. And you have picked us all right now in this day to be your warriors. So let us make you proud, Heavenly Father. Let us do everything that we can on this earth until you bring us home. But dear Lord, thank you for the opportunities for all of these people that you have brought together to speak in your name, to to talk about scripture, to do these podcasts, to spread your word as far as we possibly can. Dear Lord, you have given us a reach, even using the enemy's weapon, which they intended to use against us to use in your holy and heavenly name. So, dear Lord, let us not be afraid. Dear Lord, let us if we do get afraid, give us the courage to walk right through it. Do what we need to protect those that are not able to protect themselves. Speak for those that can't speak for themselves. Heavenly Father, we are here to do your work, and I am thanking you for that. You have given meaning to life, and we want to make every second count. Dear Lord, I also ask that you answer all the prayers right now for those that are seeking you due to health, due to finances, um, due to finding work, anything like that. Please bless little Frank, who we talked about last night, the little young one that's got cancer. Pull that poison out of his body and, and give him a mission, dear Lord. Let these kids make up for our mistakes. Let the war be on our time so that we can send them into the future knowing your word, spreading your word, doing what's right, putting you before and behind anything that we do. But Heavenly Father, I also want to thank you for all that you have blessed us with. Thank you for giving us the gifts that you have given us so that we can be your servants. Thank you for bringing us all together so that we can unite around you and lift each other up in those days that are more difficult than others. Heavenly Father, thank you for letting us wake up today. And if you so see it fit, let us wake up tomorrow, but not waste one second utilizing every moment to pray and to pray for others and to lead others to you. In our Heavenly Father's name, in Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. That was beautiful. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me on. And I hope you just get a chance to spend the rest of your life or the rest of your night with your husband and the rest of your life. <laughs> thank you. Hey, you said it right the first time, brother. Thank yeah, you. I'm, exactly. I'm so honored that you come on. And, yeah, I'm going to hop off and, and we're going to go have some dinner and. Just kind of chill for a little bit, and hopefully I'll be able to catch y'all some here on the uh, on Podbean in a little bit. But if not, I love you guys, and thank you all so much for being here. I hope everybody has a blessed 
enjoy us tonight. Go catch uh, Conley. He's on right now. And then stay tuned for Bards FM at 9 p.m. Duncan's hosting tonight. He's just, he's a busy guy tonight and this week. Um, then 10.30, we got Kilted Christian with the Conley. And at midnight, Bards FM, oh, not Bards FM, Fishers of Men. Scott will be back for Fishers of Men. And I will be back on Thursday morning at 11 a.m. for Sister on Scripture, where we continue on um, the book of Daniel, chapter 4. And then Thursday night, Jeff's going to be on. We're going to be talking about the blood moons. So I love you guys. Thank you all for being here. Enjoy the music and have a good night. Sorry, guys. Wrong song. That was not the one I meant for. My bad. I thought that was the right one. Here. Here we go. Now enjoy the music and have a good night. Sun tea.